0: Smoky in the air,
1: a lot of over with
2: the sign. Try to take it from me. Welcome to episode 334 of Fourth and John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood-Hearn, Mr. Primo in the building, and Mr. Damn Skippy himself, Hollis mm-hmm. Thomas. Uh, we'd like to introduce you to Super Bowl week. Eagles, hey. Chiefs. Oh. Uh You might have heard of uh, Super Bowl week. A lot of interviews are going on out there. You got a lot of beat reporters uh, apologize to Jason Jalen Hurts. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, Super Bowl week is always a lot of drama, a lot of dumb questions. But at the end of the day, man, it's 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 here, uh, it's really real. And on Sunday, the game will be played, all the answers will be answered. Um, and tonight, we're going to talk about some storylines. If you have some storylines you want to talk about, bring them up in the chat. You know, we're just trying to figure out what people are talking about. And, and trying to get everyone uh, geared up for this week. I know I know it's Tuesday. It feels like every single day it's longer and longer and longer. I know Hollis is about to go out on a trip to Arizona, but we'll let him talk on that. But uh, how are you guys feeling today?
3: Doing all right. It's right. It's been a weird day for sure. Um, but but uh, no, it, it's that overall we are in Super Bowl week. Yeah. Um, we're we past that bye weekend of uh, the game that nobody cares about. They they got to just cancel that thing at this point, man. The Pro Bowl is has just turned into a
1: complete. Oh God! Battle. Thank um, you, man
3: yeah but but uh like Gail said uh dumb questions galore uh that th- th- just <laughs> was very reminiscent of um of alshon jeffrey when we were in the super bowl last time and he was just like man i don't know why we got to come out here and deal with all this i i completely see where you're coming from now alshon because nick sirianni being asked uh, who-, who he would like to date his five-year-old daughter <laughs> oh, no. um, what-, what-, what were yeah. some of the other oh is this a must-win game yeah
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> like
3: we-, we just came all the way out here for for, for-, for shit and giggles. I like it's. It's <laughs> apparently they just let anybody have a, uh, a press credential.
1: they never uh, do? If you only knew. I've only I only went I only went through it one time, and it it's the biggest uh, sideshow known to man. I yeah. I found myself back then. They still printed newspapers, so what I did was at my table. Uh, me, it was me and a uh, truck driver. We were called. We were called power. We 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 dubbed the defensive units power and glory. We were power because we came in on first and second down, and then Corey Simon and Darwin Walker came in for the glory for the sack. Uh. So power was sitting at the table with the USA Today, chilling, answering all types of uh, silly, silly ass questions. And they, they bring, and dude, it, the entire world comes down there, and it's a, it's a funny, it's the funniest thing that you ever want to see. It is entertaining, by the way, though. But I, I would have rather been playing baseball.
4: we're five days away man i'm super excited uh it definitely kicked in this afternoon because as i was driving home there was a uh a jacked up jeep all eagled out man and (laughs) as soon as i as soon as i ended up getting next to the dude i pulled my window down and i'm beeping the horn and i'm like let's go let's fucking go and then you know i mean we're blowing the horns all down 42 so um yeah the adrenaline definitely kicked in at that time but um Look, man, just yesterday, the opening, well, the other night, the opening night uh, on the media. Yeah. Some of these media questions is just ridiculous, man. I guess they could go ahead. I, I guess I could look forward to next year. My son being three, my daughter being six. Maybe I could just go ahead and throw them onto the floor and get them to ask some questions. Because I mean, it's basically <laughs> where it was at. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, the, the, especially the question about who would you let date your five year old? Like, I don't even know where the hell that person was thinking. Like, what? Where did you even get that question from? Like, uh, it was it was mind blowing, dude. It um, felt
3: like TikTok influencers. Yeah, just man. Like, I oh,
4: got, 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 I just
1: got in get it on it. the uh,
3: on I media day, it, man.
1: But I, no, I, I, I
3: would have preferred to see Josh Ennis throw hands again. That
1: that's <laughs> right. hey, cracked me up too. Hey. Our boys, our boys,
4: our boys handled the question pretty much just plain and simple, man. Just like you know, I mean, especially like that that one reporter that was apologizing to jail and like he just stood his ground and was like. Okay, dude. Cool. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just seeing that, and you know, these guys are focused, man, and and that's what I'm just so excited about. You I see, can't you see
3: that picture of um, it was Nick Sirianni, Darius Slay, I think Pat Mahomes. They were all on stage with the Lombardi Trophy.
4: Yeah, yeah. And you just yeah. saw
3: Darius Slay locked into it, <laughs> it's not taking his eyes <laughs> off the yeah. prize.
4: He wants it, man. He wants yeah. it. And you know, yeah. we're, we're five days away from making all that happen. So I'm excited. Super Bowl's here you know, uh, Gail mentioned this is the time where all the answers are going to, you know, the questions that have been asked are now going to get answered on Sunday. So, I mean, like, let's just go, man. I wish I could just hurry up and get here. But, but th- this know. actually – this I
3: mean, granted, uh, this is the big game. But this isn't the only bowl I want to discuss in this podcast. Gail, I mean, you went down to the senior bowl, man. How I know. That's what I was
1: about to say. I mean, we, to say?
3: We,
2: we we will be talking about trying to get the guys that and girls that were together with us to – to ch- chat it up, but it's because it's weird. Like I'm, I'm gonna be honest with being at the Senior Bowl. I'm like my my head was on Super Bowl, and like any any anybody that saw me in the stadium with Eagles stuff on was like wanting to talk to Super Bowl. It sounds mm-hmm. like uh, <laughs> it was just a weird situation because I'm I'm trying to scout, but I'm also thinking about the Super Bowl. Um, it, it was a great opportunity. I saw a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, prospects out out there, not as stocked as last year. Um, a lot of quarterbacks, you know, didn't show up. Top talent didn't show up, but there were there were day three guys out there to be had. There's some depth pieces out there. But um, overall, food was good. Food was amazing. I had crawfish for the, for the very first time. It was pretty amazing. I, I was trying to uh, think, would Prime eat this stuff? Probably not. A chance. They called it a dirty lobster. It tasted. Prime
3: only eat clean lobster. Hey, dirty lobster. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but everything else was good, man. Uh, food was good. Food was amazing. Then I got back in the car, drove back up. And uh, I'm here, man. Can,
3: can you can you tell these people when you left for Alabama? You signed up uh,
2: right after the playoff game. Got got in the car. Literally,
1: it's like- I didn't know that. I didn't know that you guys said that. I was like, wow, that is that is a man there. Yeah, I know, know. The, the weird, that's, that's the after
3: a tailgate after sitting through the game
1: I mean me being at, me being at
3: head
4: out to Alabama. yeah me being at the game with Gail. I mean Gail was actually trying to leave like mid third I wouldn't let him <laughs> like nah yeah. dog you're going to stand here and we're going to celebrate because we're going to we're going back to the Super Bowl so you <laughs> know what I mean you can stay right here and he stayed and then you know what I mean like it was probably maybe about three minutes left he actually bounced after that you know what I'm saying and you know uh, I still caught up with him uh, leaving the park a lot and all that stuff.
0: So, well, I, I was actually kind
3: of curious as to, I was trying to figure out a plan as because I watched, I, I ended up seeing the game from home with some friends. And, uh, but after the game, I mean, the city was, was electric. And I, I was yeah. trying to figure out what your guys' plan was. I figured that you'd be out. Uh, down in South Philly get, getting some content and whatnot. I wanted to lick back up, and then I didn't hear back from you. And lo and behold, Gail is probably in Tennessee by the time I texted you. Yeah.
4: I'm, <laughs> I'm coming
1: I'm around be on-
3: the mountain. <laughs> yeah. I'm going on- to be honest
4: with you, Evan. I think I'm going to save that for when we actually win the bowl, man.
3: No, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, when, I, when when you live in the city and it's literally partying oh, yeah, two absolutely. That's from where different. you live, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what am I going to do? Not go check it out?
1: Like, well, <laughs> well Evan, it's, it's kind of funny you mentioned that I I, had, I came back from uh, from uh, Wildwood and I, I got her I got her just in time the fourth quarter as things were winding down, right. so I went over to my favorite warding home. I won't mention where that is. Uh, and um, as I was going over there, I noticed there was a bunch of uh, police cars in the back of the parking lot. Mm. Now that really did deter me because I felt like they were going to be just there to you know to to make sure the crowd security. was cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, security. But the uh, police tanks. Oh. <laughs> I was like, and then all I heard as I was as I was pulled in was was people honking their home, like E A G L E S. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I th- I was, so I came back to my humble abode and I, I had a couple of drinks and came straight straight on back home. And I watched things from my window and from my TV. And I I made the right choice. And when you, if you yeah. looked at everything on the news, it was it was it was nuts out there.
3: I made a big mistake that I will not be making uh, this coming Sunday uh, where I, uh, we won the game. I was ready to take the streets and I, I was so caught up in watching the game that I didn't realize that my phone was on like 7%. (laughs)
4: <laughs> oh, way to go. So
3: I got out on the street, realized that. I was like, actually, I'm going to go watch the uh, Cincinnati game for like a half hour while this phone charges, and then I'll come back out.
2: Shout out to Antonio. He says, uh, I saw him outside the uh, pro shop. And he was trying to get that, that NFC championship hat. He says he got his right. championship hat. I mean, did you guys Way also to go, Did you all also see the uh new media jack Eagle Media Jackets for Media yeah, Deck? Uh, how are you are, are we feeling the Super Bowl merch? Absolutely. So hell yeah, hell
4: absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Looks so great. great. The color the colors, the colors of fire, you know. What I mean, you, you know me you you know us when it comes to merch, man. The colors of fire. Uh, you know, I, I got you. I got your hat here. Give me a minute. I'll go ahead and grab it so I can go ahead and show everybody. But uh yeah, the the, the colors to this year's uh Super Bowl tremendous, man. So yep. I mean, yeah, I'm looking to go ahead and get that. Merch.
3: Can we address the elephant in the room real quick? What's Why right? the fuck is QB one at your house right now when he's supposed to be in Arizona?
4: <laughs> he's relaxing, bro. You know what him, bro. Like, yo, yeah, he's the spotlight. What? Wow, spotlight. So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you the story about this today. I dipped off at, at lunch. Uh, to go to my favorite spot in Woodstown, um, Caltown, And I was looking for Super Bowl merch. Well, for some reason, it's not popping off like I thought it would be. So I'm walking by. I see this sitting there, and I'm, like, going to the guy, to the gentleman. I'm like, sir, how much is that going for? He said, $20 is yours. No <laughs> hesitate. Yeah, no well, That's hesit- yeah. easy. <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> easy, there you easy. go, sir. Let me get that. I went and threw back that baby back in uh, the trunk. Yo, and here he is man. dude that, that definitely was... wasn't even for sale that was just
3: some display thing that guy made 20 dollars off I, I, don't care.
4: <laughs> I think
2: they're, they're selling they're selling them for 40 45 bucks at party city I think no last
4: week before the Nse championship before I ended up catching up with you guys the guy wanted to sell it to me for a buck 20. I laughed at him like it's so, not you, that know, you know, you know what we, about too?
2: You know what we about? <laughs> yeah. uh we'll we're, we're speaking to some of these uh storylines they're out there i mean if, and if you again if you have yours bring them up in the chat and we're, about we're the, talking about them
3: the kelsey bowl man i think that yeah, that is I'm, a, uh, I'm that's well, a pretty
2: I'm awesome. A, I'm, a, I'm about to bring
1: up my my thing here you know yeah. i, okay. I, 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 did. I, I thought you were asking I, for storylines I, 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 I did well, put, are you for story uh, i did storylines I, I was do you want to do you want to do the good stuff first or the bad the bad stuff first you do we'll start with, we'll start with the good stuff first and okay, then the good stuff first and then i'll get to the bad stuff yeah, because it, because it's irking the shit out of me. But can can, can tell yeah, I, 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 so I, I, you. Yeah, so we're just know. supposed to
3: talk about rainbows and butterflies while you're just sitting there.
1: No, we'll we'll, we'll let customer. you start. We'll let you start it. Uh, let's yeah. talk about the Kelsey
2: family reunion. How, yeah. how, how do you feel about uh, the two Kelsey brothers squaring off? I think it's
1: pretty, uh, okay. good, good. No, no. I was I was gonna, I was, I was gonna
3: say uh, I, I think it's a pretty cool opportunity, man. I mean, especially for the parents of. Uh, of Jason and Travis Kelsey. That has to be an awesome thing to be sitting there because no matter what, one of your kids is going to be w- winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> and not for nothing, but um, kudos to the, uh, the Kelsey jeans, man, because not only do you have two sons that are in the Super Bowl, you have two sons that are Hall of Famers and, yeah. uh, you know, some, some of the best in the game at their position. So, uh, yeah, hats off to the Kelsey, the Kelsey family. And kudos to Andy
4: Reid, who drafted both of them.
1: Yeah. No, the other one. All right, all right. All right Before
4: you get to the bad part, all
1: right. I, I wasn't gonna get to the bad you're, part. You already, you I already, said got, him, he was already you got got, got, got that no. no, Yeah, you
4: already no, right. got them all steamed up. Once you mentioned no. Big Red. Uh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But um. Nah, I'm. I'm, I'm fucking love this, but <laughs> right, right. I'm just gonna say <laughs> big ups to Mama Kelsey, man, because she held it down yesterday at the media day. Talking about her boy, and then and then the love how she's gonna show up with some cookies for both her boys. I thought that was pretty cool, you know. So yeah, that's great. <laughs> so you know, me having my sibling, my brother. I mean, if we were to, if that was the like to be able to be in that moment, I think that's very cool. Like, I mean, that's probably one of the best feelings in the world. So I'm glad they were both able to share that. I'm glad. They're both, you know, the first brothers to ever do it. Um, they're both gifted, like you mentioned. They're both Hall of Famers. So, I mean, hey, it's their it, Sunday is going to be their their day to shine. And I could just imagine what's going through your head. I mean, like you're rooting for your brother, but you're not rooting for your brother. So it's kind of like that, that's a that's a tough situation. I can see both of them being in, but at the end of the day, the love, no matter what, is always going to be there between them two. So you know, what I mean, big ups to both of them.
2: Yeah. Big, big Hollis, not not impressed.
1: Uh, no, I love I love what the I love the thing with the brothers going, uh, but Big Red only only drafted one of them. The other one was already there. Um, I get sick of everybody continuing to pass the kudos on shit that he didn't that he, he had nothing to do with. Um,
3: he didn't draft Jason.
1: He drafted Jason. I said he drafted Jason. He didn't draft. He, he didn't draft Travis. Travis was already there when he got there. So, so, but Uh, I I want to fact
3: check that. I want to fact check that. I mean, because the only reason I say that is because I heard, I, I heard on their podcast, uh, when Travis was being, when Kelsey was being drafted, he said, uh, he passed the phone to Jason and Mm -hmm. Andy asked him, is your brother going to fuck this up?
0: And then, Mm -hmm.
3: and then Jason said, he said, no. And he then might he handed right, the phone back
1: it, it, to Travis. It. Well, you just you just were adamant about the fact that it didn't happen. It so, probably didn't happen, though. Huh? I don't think it did happen, though. I like the hat,
3: though. But I do like the I do like the
1: yeah. Kelsey reunion. No, we're we're fact checking that. Well, fact, fact checking, there, Dick Cheney. I thought you were going to do that anyway. <laughs> I thought you were going to do that anyway.
2: <laughs> well, if if I was the uh, Kelsey uh, Pops in the building, I I would think I would walk around like this 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 sack is all like, pro man. So I'm like making all that. pro kids. Uh, left and right, I, I feel pretty good about myself. I think Kelsey's mom, I think she should be in line for a chunky soup commercial. I think
1: <laughs> I that, don't Kelsey, know why she doesn't have one. She should. That, that, I know. She should. The, fun, the funniest thing about this is we everybody's talking about the pedigree and the football. So, uh, what about them being two good guys? No, no trouble on either one of their part being good human beings in general. It's like you see, it's kind of It's like we often fought, walk, walk around with, with guys who, uh who do great things on the football field and are assholes off the field? Oh. What about raising two two real good guys who are good, who are productive members of society? I commend them for that and and being being Hall of Fame. I feel like they both are first battle Hall of Famers per- personally. I agree. Um and I, I think they're gonna try to fuck over them, but you know, but you know, I've seen I've seen worse. But
2: um, we have a uh, Cozy so brian what? in the comments says he dapped up Travis Kelsey after the home opener, blackout drunk after riding <laughs> the mechanical bull.
1: That was awkward. <laughs> 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 hey, now, now uh this it's a, it's not that it's not the, the, the bull the bullshit needs to stop. Um we now this is now our our team we, we kicked ass all the way to the playoffs and they keep throwing the microphone in front of the people who ask we kick face to ask them about our team. And I was like, what the what the hell do you think? One dude talking about we got lucky. How the fuck do you get lucky? 31-7 is not luck, Brian. And then and, <laughs> and Jordan, and Jordan Love, Jordan, J- Julian Love, are you kidding me? He's like, y'all just got a playoff victory for the first time in ever. And y'all get, and then y'all came down here and you got throttled. Th- they're throwing the microphone in front of them and they're trying to pick our team apart. Talking about anybody could have coached. No, anybody couldn't have coached this team and built them the way they could have the way that Nick Ceriani did. And Jonathan. It, 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 no, it, 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 but well, and 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 Jonathan Gannon. Uh, but uh, but, uh, but, 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 <laughs> but 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 I would not you don't you don't give flowers until after the victory. You know on, on who Sunday. you
3: sound like? All the non-Eagles fans on
1: Twitter right now you no, are about to get I exposed. I I like, no, I sound—I sound, I sound like—I sound like you when it comes to Jalen Hurts. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the Super Bowl. Dick okay, Cheney. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. But now, uh, what? Uh, what? uh The part that's pissing me off all week long is they keep on putting the microphone in front of losers' face. Uh, but it's like. Go but ahead. tank,
4: but tank. That's all right, bro. Like, just let it be because this—it's been going on all season. You said it yourself. It's just constantly it, going on. But look what it. But look, we fed off of it, and we, and we and we did what we did, and we're still doing it. We still got one more fucking game to go. So at the end of the day, when we win that fucking game on Sunday, who cares what let, they said? Let, let well,
1: me ask. Now, 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 the part—the part that—the part that the part that's pissed me off is not the fact that the people, the power, the people who always on. Are talking? You putting that in, in past ass woman's face. As yes, I like, it's only two. It's only two <laughs> teams playing. It's only only two teams playing. The people that should be talking are the people that were either on either on either one of the teams or that has been in the Super Bowl and played in the Super Bowl before. We get we keep looking, listening to. I, I you know what I was surprised. I was most surprised that. Michael Parsons giving uh, giving uh, our, our offensive Johnson. line their props. Yeah I was, that, was the, that was the biggest surprise out of any of this. i yeah. I expected the bullshit to come from them. but you got the kid Brian Brian from uh, <coughs> who the fuck you looking at Brian Brian from the forty ers <laughs> talking about they're about to get exposed. Well, you couldn't do it, Tombo. about we got lucky. No, Luck is your quarterback slipping on the Milky Way coming out of the tunnel. Luck is not y'all trying to put y'all second straight tied in on one of the best pass rushers in the NFL and thinking shit is sweet. It's like, take that. You took an ass whoop and shut the hell up. It's like, do you, it's do a, you guys think
3: no. – I, I, I'm, I'm curious because, like, I'm not sure if when the <laughs> Eagles lose, if I'm just not checked out because I'm obviously watching every NFL playoff did you,
4: game. Did you, did you say if?
3: I'm talking about like when the Eagles aren't in the Super Bowl previous years. Right. Okay. That 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 sort of scenario. Okay. I'm saying is there this much whining and moaning going on in all of the teams that have lost or is it, it ten, I feel like every year that the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl, dude, it was it was the Vikings and it was the Saints that year and it was the now it's now it's the 49ers like has is this going on every year, all this moaning and whining? Or nah, is it primarily when the Philadelphia Eagles are winning that everybody wants to be up in arms and say something was unfair?
2: When, when the Eagles play, uh, it brings out the worst in some of the media. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, there's always storylines, whether it's – I'm surprised we haven't heard – I'm surprised Santa hasn't showed up to the media day, uh, you know, <laughs> asking know. for his, his flowers. But I, 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 th- I think at the end of the day, uh, I, you know, I actually kind of love it. Like I'm, I'm kind of – Piggybacking off uh, Prime there, like I like I like the hate going in, cause it, cause when I know they start chirping and talking, that means fear. That means we we can't handle if the Eagles win. We got to deal with these crazy Eagle fans. That <laughs> like it, it's it's gonna be like I I love the hate. So you turn that into you know the energy. Look at look at the hate that Jalen got. He's turned <laughs> he's he's taking that and turned that into energy that is beyond light years. So I think. No. I think we, we do get the heat for now. I, I,
3: I think the funniest comment I keep on seeing though is the uh, the Eagles are going to get exposed in this Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, how that, do you Brian, get exposed? We're Brian, in the freaking Super Bowl, like, Brian, dude. We're gonna, win, we're gonna win. We're gonna win this that. game. We're gonna win this game, and then people are gonna be like, "I can't wait for them to get exposed Week One." <laughs>
1: like, wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> now, now, I do have to, I do have to, t- I do have to let you know that uh, I was wrong. You're correct about Andy Reid drafting the other Kelsey. I, I I was wrong it
3: takes a big hand they, up at
1: that this, you got this one one for every. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right this that's what you know it but it's the, uh, the <clears throat> damn that's a big ass long ass comment the uh <laughs> somebody read that uh but uh the comment that you're speaking of that's the one that was pissing me off it was it's from the receiver number <laughs> 11 from the San Francisco 49ers it was and he was Brandon, one you... real what bread? the the one yeah, yeah it's Brandon something I, is, you, is it Brandon yeah. or Brian? I thought it was is Brian. Brandon, it's, it's I've just Brandon. been letting
3: you call him Brian because.
1: Yeah, because him. he's a dick. No, but yeah. it's, <laughs> that, but then the uh, the one uh, the one that that was really irking me was during media day. They let fucking Michael Irvin interview our guys. Get hey, you sit your ass down, leave us alone. I don't want to. I don't want to see a fucking cowboy up there. If you yeah. earned the right to be up there, don't get the fuck up there.
2: Out out here interviewing our players like in a, in those uh, temptation suits of his.
1: Get oh, yeah. the stage, all
2: right. Get Get off off the the stage, stage. Eddie King. <laughs> uh, another another uh, topic that has been I've seen across the uh, the timeline is uh, yeah. Is uh, let's see. We'll, we'll we'll start with the uh, a positive in our favor. Uh, son Reddick versus Aunt Andrew Wiley. We talk about mm-hmm. uh you know we're we're gonna we're gonna be talking more about Hollis Pigeons on Thursday, but just in yeah. general, uh this this matchup right here, you want to talk about. <laughs> All world Eagles uh, front. I mean, Hassan Reddick has taken his game to another level, and then you have you, he has the opportunity to go a guy, go against a guy that he should dominate. Right. Um, this is a good, this is going to be exciting matchup right here. What do you guys feel about this matchup?
3: I I want to talk about, I mean, obviously we could talk about how dominant uh, Hassan Redick has been this year as a pass rusher. He's been one of Mm. the best players in the league. I think one of the coolest things about it, though, is how he's a hometown guy, man. The fact that he's in this, like we we went to the Super Bowl last time. We had uh, Mm. Corey Clement from Glassboro, grew up as an Eagles fan, and he got to be a part of one of the most memorable plays in Eagles history in the Philly special. And now we have, you know, let's be real, like Corey Clement, was the third running back on that team. He had um, very memorable moments, but ultimately he wasn't a running back one. Dude, we have one of the best pass rushers on the, in the league on this team, and he grew up an Eagles fan. Like, he's living out his dream. I think uh, as far as storylines are concerned, that's another cool one, man, for him Will to you? be able to go from Camden, New Jersey, and play for his hometown squad uh, right. in the Super Bowl as one of the most dominant players on that defense. That's pretty freaking cool, man.
1: Well, I will let you know that the kid that he's going against, the uh, uh, Andrew, he kind of sucks ass at times. He's a. It's, it's like if you look at their entire offensive line, uh, as a as a whole, they're really good together. Especially they got a little nasty streak to them, mm-hmm. uh, but at times Andrew, they they got like 89 penalties on the season, and and then most of them come from the offensive line holding. Uh, mm-hmm. They have Zeus on the other end, Zeus Junior on the mm-hmm. other end, Orlando Brown Junior who came from who came from uh, uh, the Ravens. Ravens. The Ravens drafted him, and um. <clears throat> but Andrew is—he's one of the weaker links. He's—he kind of talks shit at times, which get shit at times, which gets him in a lot of a lot of trouble. And uh, he, he's gotten a bunch of—he's known as a bit of a dirty player and a taunter. So he's gotten a few 15-yard penalties. Just it was one 15-yard penalty. It—it it had to be something he said because he just uh, shimmied at the uh, dude after the play. And uh, <laughs> and uh, should linemen should uh, be flat. shimmying at people? Well, not it don't it, know it, 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 I don't think the Shibby had shit to do with it, but the flag came from like like wow right on you and I'm like what what is he call? Because nobody touched, so he had to say something. So he runs his mouth, and there's nothing better to shut somebody up than to run by him and run over him. He's a he's a uh, he's it's one of those he's, he's a he's a viable pigeon, and he and he he does not he does not handle stunts well either. If you watch film, you'll see him getting plastered on the stunts, and that's because they're. One of the main things too about this offensive line is where I feel like we have the um, we have the advantage is uh there some of them are, a couple of them are, are pretty young and they have a they're they're pretty young they don't have that kind con- they have the built that continuity like our offensive line, so we should be on the stunts and stuff and coming up the gut we should be able to knock the crap out of them and then put them put them on blast.
4: Look, I mean that the 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 matchup is definitely going to be something to look forward to. Hassan, you know, definitely has the advantage here. I mean, the guy right now, I'm seeing some of the comments. You're right. He's a savage. He's a beast. He is locked in. I said this a couple weeks ago. Um, I talked to a friend who, you know, who's uh, his barber, and he told me straight up, like, just trying to have a conversation with Hassan right now is not the easiest because he's so locked in the football and then bringing that momentum on Sunday, listen, that dude could go ahead and run his mouth all he wants. I know that, man, that, that man's locked in. He ain't going to pay that no mind. And if he does, he's just going to let it all soak in, and he's going to take it all out on his ass. You know what I mean? So he's either got to find a way to either hold him, or they're going to have to double-team him, maybe mm-hmm. even triple-team him. You know what I mean? So that's going to be definitely opening up the game for somebody else to have a big game. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing that defensive line going against that whatever, if you want to call it offensive line, like okay, yeah. I mean, I keep on saying this, uh, all the shit talking that's going on. But what I'm going to say again, I'm gonna come out and tell you that this offensive line has not seen the defense like what we are about to see on Sunday. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to.
2: Or shit talker, because Brand Brandon Graham can shit talk like the best. Oh, one. for sure, all <laughs> hey, the, bad the master,
4: the master at it.
2: Uh, Kyler here with the comedy says, I love how I'm already seeing and hearing folks trying to discount the Eagle Super Bowl win because they know it's going to happen. Saying yeah. that they had a cake schedule. They're nine and one
1: against winning record
2: teams.
3: I mean, we, we won two playoff games against yeah. teams that
1: also. No, 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 game. Evan, Evan. No, no. We destroyed yeah. the motherfuckers in the playoff game. It's not our fault that they didn't <laughs> come prepared for ass whooping. You had to bring, when you come to kick some ass, you got to bring some ass. They left their ass at home, so we whoop what they gave us. Don't don't give me that boy. I, I love it. I love to the, the dismantle folks who who come with these type of things. That oh 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 they didn't play anybody. Well, bring them if you want to line your mama and all of them up outside. I whoop their ass too. <laughs> if they, don't 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 tell me about who's lined up in front of me. If you stick your dick beaters in that dirt in front of me, you have signed you have signed a waiver for an ass whooping, a professional ass whooping, and that's what <laughs> that's what that's what that's what our team has been giving them each and every week. Everybody keeps talking that crap. The only, and then again, surprisingly, the only one in the in the media, the regular media, that said that this was gonna happen was Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin said they get Michael Irvin was like they get, was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know if the, I don't know if the, I don't know if everybody's gonna be ready for what the what the Eagles are about to do. <laughs> he said that at the beginning of the season. And I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, damn. I don't I didn't know how to feel feel about it because it was coming from him. But if you look at it, if you look <laughs> that, at his track, that
4: clown is all over the place, man.
1: What, what? Well, no. But when you look at it, when it's coming from him, it's just like, eh, you know. And it's just like <laughs> exactly. But then, as it, but as it's it he's like, he's like, I still tell you, he, said, yeah, he probably is doing lines. You can only tell when he starts sweating. On the show, yeah, but uh <laughs>
4: I saw him sweating yesterday.
1: Oh <laughs> he, <yeah>. he's always <laughs> sweating, man.
4: It's like I saw no, sweating oh. yesterday, man. No, look, no, I want to go. I want to go back to the shit talking ahead, with BG ahead, man. Ahead, Again, we said it, he's like the master, he's the man when it comes to I love the fact that he don't never mention names, though he's always calling somebody out by At their number. Number nine yeah. by their number, and I love it. Like, I'm gonna be man. on that shoulder all day, hey eh? No, listen. See <laughs> the clips, seeing the clips from the NFC championship game <laughs> between him. And uh, what's his name? Uh the, the, the fucking Kittles, like Kittles Kittles was like a little kid, like, no, please don't hurt me. Oh no, hurt me. He's like, yo, he wasn't even paying him no mind. Like, he yo, I'm coming, up. I'm coming for that ass, regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah K- you no, know. Kittle was trying to make a joke about he it. Was. He was I'm lighting you up, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, was serious, bro, and I love it. I love yeah. it. I I can't wait to hear That's the sound it. effects that are gonna be coming out of this game. Like, I know he's gonna be all over that field. Talk that's, why,
3: that's why that man needs to be in an Eagles jersey
4: until the day he retires. Oh my God, I agree, man. Talk, talk to him. Talk to him.
2: Now, this this storyline has been on the timeline a lot. Um, Eagles defense. We just said it here on the pod. Eagles defense is different than anything Mahomes uh, has seen this exactly. year. And, I, and I, I, again, this is you know as as I'm walking through uh, uh, the Senior Bowl, walking around, you bump into analysts that you that you uh, that you love their work and. They, they start talking to you about the Eagles, and the, the majority of people that came up to me, they were like, they did, couldn't stop talking about the Eagles front and how deep they were and the, the, the amount of weapons they have up front and the fact that uh, they think, trench-wise, the Eagles should win this game. They should be able to run the ball, control the clock, and get after the quarterback. But is this true? Eagles defense is, is, is different than anything Mahomes has seen.
3: This is a different Eagles defense than I've ever seen. Let alone Mahomes, man. Like I said, it, like um, just—I mean, this was the number one pass defense in the league for a long time. That's due to lockdown corners and an elite defensive line rotation that's able to get pressure on the quarterback right away. Um, yeah, I think that we—I have had the um, the belief that the Eagles were the best defense in the league all year long. Absolutely. So I am one hundred percent willing to say yes. Mahomes hasn't seen anything like that this year.
4: Yeah. I mean, look, I grew up into the 90s defense. I mean, I was around seeing that defense, one of the The best defenses of the world. Well, I'm just saying, at my time, the The 90s defense was serious. Randall Cunningham, but Randall Cunningham didn't have that all-around team like we got today. So, I mean, like, this defense is definitely going to be one to be talked about. Yesterday, I was watching the meme how they kept on talking about Baltimore's back-in-the-day defense, Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh's back-in-the-day defense, Chicago's back-in-the-day defense. I can't wait till after Sunday. This defense is definitely going to be put into that category because this defense has been unbelievable since week one.
1: I gotta ask Hollis. Well, you had to, to put the, but you had to put this defense. Uh, all we need is five sacks to pass to eighty-five bears uh, Yeah. Uh. Now Hollis,
2: I want to ask you this question. Um, I mean, you've seen a lot of Eagles fronts um, overall. Uh, can you can you agree with uh, Bob's comment? This is the best D line ever. That you check
1: i mean that's what I, what right right now yeah you, you have to agree with that because uh because it comes in waves the only one that i could i could match it to is when they had Clyde Simmons, reggie white yeah. uh andy andy Harmon, uh, uh or uh, Je, Je, uh jerome brown and I, and all and all those guys up front it was like
0: yeah.
1: i didn't i and i didn't even notice until I, I researched it for three straight years andy Harmon had 11 and a half sacks coming from the interior and wow. that's just playing because you you're playing next to reggie white Mm-hmm. Reggie White getting damn near twenty sacks a year. So when mm-hmm. you get when you put a sign ready, when you add a guy like a sign ready, can you bring the the mixture is what it is. Is you got old and new, and the guys, the guys that are the guys that they have, there are not too old and too long in the t- in the tooth. It kind of reminds you of what of what they did of what they did during the uh, the set 2017 Super Bowl uh, victory year. You had the guys coming to wave, but this time we have some younger guys too, and we got interior guys that give you that extra added oomph. Yeah, so you have that great. You have that once you have that great rotation, and you have guys in there that could pretty much start anywhere else that they play. And it, it, and the the one thing, the one thing that I, I will say that I think that made this D line absolute, the absolute chip uh, was when um, when uh, when Howie went out and got Limbaugh Joseph and uh-huh. uh, and Namika Sue, because that allowed that allowed us to not play our, our to not play Fletcher Cox down eighty or ninety plays a game. And so you get you get the other guys in there, and those eighty and ninety play games go down to forty and fifty play games because you get giving your guys ten to fifteen or twenty plays tops a piece to go in there and wreak havoc. And so they're fresher. So what? And the offensive line stays in there. And the offensive line, this is the funniest thing too, because anybody who is a pass rusher will tell you that you you know like your sacks don't come easy because you have to set them suckers up. You have to set up the guy in front of you. And so you setting them up, you setting them up, but then once the offensive line has gotten used to you, now it's somebody else coming there, giving, throwing him an off-speed pitch, and he's yeah. coming fa- faster, and he's fresher. So by the time he gets back to the other guy, it's sack time. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's a, and I that so yes, this is one of the best fronts that I've seen in quite some time.
3: And mm. uh, I want I, wa- I want to also ask a question too because this is something that I've kind of seen floated around on the Twitter timeline, and I know that this is something that. You hi Hollis, you may view with a with a with a, yeah. a biased opinion. Um Absolutely. but I I I, I want to know what your opinion is on it, and that there's a lot of talk right now about um about Jeff Stoutland and how he is entering this new level of being canonized among <laughs> uh, among Eagles great coaches. And there's there's conversation that people are having that is is he working his way above Jim Johnson as far as canonization of the Eagles coaches. I mean, as far as importance in guys that we've had. Um I think it's definitely a conversation to be had right now when you it's, just look at a, what he has done the past decade.
1: It's a it's a it's a it's a great conversation to be had, but I think the only thing was is like uh he play he does the offensive side and Jim does the defensive side. So yeah. Stoutley, yeah you have just like you said Stoutly University and the, his ability to have guys ready each and every time somebody goes down and it's like you can't dude, you can't it's nothing you can and, and, yeah I wouldn't I would mention it with, I wouldn't mention it with Jim Johnson because I think they are two different sides of the ball for sure and it's like it's just two different two different things but he's one of the coaches you should mention in the uh, up there in that upper echelon because he he's come in and he's done exactly what he's wanted to do and I, and the, the funniest thing is he
3: turned a rugby a, player into a, like a a pro bowler man. I know, yeah.
1: a, a, all all pro. Yeah, all pro. A ass kicking machine. The thing the thing that uh that uh that I love about him and Jim Johnson is I don't think they ever. I think they love doing what they do so much that they like. Jim Johnson had a chance to be a a, a head coach, and I guarantee you, Jeff Stout has had a chance to be a coordinator well, this, this or, year or,
3: they, he was offered offensive coordinator positions all over the league but the night yeah. to come back here
1: well yeah cuz he cuz he enjoyed what he enjoyed what he does he does and that's why I was getting there with Jim Johnson so and I think I think he loves what he does so much and he's going to be revered and you know he, he know he'll get his just search. so I think that's what is going to endear him and put him on the same level as uh, Jim Johnson
2: <laughs> I saw this uh cool stat here um flip it a little bit uh this, this is
1: <laughs> Yes Bob Jazz Womack sucked ass. <laughs> he thought he could fix that.
2: Now this here, uh, if that – I can't see. Can you guys see that?
3: You had it up for a second, um, but now it disappeared. How about
2: now? Can you see that now? Yeah. Yep. All right, Eagles are 32-1 and one in their last 33 games. When, they've, when they When they've only allowed one combined sack and turnover.
3: Ooh. That's what so that, What's that stat? So you're saying – Either one
2: sack
4: or one turnover. What
2: they've allowed. A combine, a combine combined sack and a turnover. So I mean, you, if the Eagles protect the ball, man, uh, and, and do what they do, um, they, the way they've been playing, they've been playing lights out, man. Like again, if you, if this team doesn't uh, create turnover, don't cause
1: their own turnovers, I think they should be okay, man. I, I mean, I think, they, I think they should be okay. It's uh, it's one of the things that um. That a lot of a lot of people are talking about with the de- with the defense and the defensive line is we watch uh, those other people and they they sack they they sack Patrick Mahomes twice. I, I think we I think our guys are a little bit more active than the guys that they just played against and the, and the other guys they play. They only given up like twenty six sacks this year, and uh, and I think it's maybe due to uh, the way that Patrick Mahomes normally could move with him with him uh, nursing that the high ankle sprain. That ain't that ain't nothing to that ain't nothing to play with. So, uh, kudos to him for even trying to, that last one. But I think uh, hitting him more and putting him on notice, Chad Henning ain't gonna get it done. that's <laughs> like I think I think once once he once we hit him a few times and the guys that we have put him on notice that it's gonna be like that all day. It'll be he's gonna be a different quarterback because he's gonna start having that clock that he doesn't normally have in his head. When you hit any quarterback time and time again, and you're all around him every time he gets ready to throw the ball, then he he has that clock in his head. He's getting rid of the ball, and he's looking back to the people who who hit him the most. And once he gets that guy set, has that clock in his head, here comes the picks, here comes the turnovers, here comes the fumbles. It's just that's just the way it is. That's the the order order of business. So, I what, think what do you the, what?
3: I was gonna say, what do you guys view as a more important task to do? Uh, get getting to Patrick Mahomes um, and and sacking him, or taking Travis
1: Kelsey out of the game?
4: Taking well, Travis Kelsey out of the game for me.
1: Well, mm-hmm. you know, you know what? It's a, I think a lot of people are forgetting that we got Kazir White, and you know, and the people don't know where we got Kazir White from. We got Kazir White from the Chargers, mm-hmm. who played against him twice a year, and Kazir White used to fare fare decently against against him. And if you notice, we haven't had the same trouble at tie, versus the tight ends since we since we've got the kid this year. So I think I think that I think that was in them thinking down the line that was one of Achilles' heels last year for our defenses, like letting tight ends get get all over us. So I think him, but the, but between the, him just, and, him and CJ, him and CJ is going to handle that. Well, I, was just gonna,
3: I was just—I was just going to say, but like we're, we're talking about how this is the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has faced so far. I would yeah. also argue that this is the best tight end that Kazeer White and C.J. Gardner Johnson have seen this year as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. but you got to remember, Kazeer White used to face Travis Kelsey yeah. twice a year before he got here. That's true. So is, uh, they're familiar—they're familiar folks. So it'll be some stuff that he—he'll he, be able to pass on and uh, and help out uh, on on that coverage. But uh, to answer the question. I think it's better to affect uh, Patrick Mahomes because who's got to get Travis Kelsey the ball? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I'm
2: going to uh, Patrick Mahomes. I think uh, when you touch Mahomes and put him in a situation uh, and, and make him feel uncomfortable, uh, that's where he might start seeing. He might see start seeing ghosts after getting hit at certain times. You know, he's he's not the same Mahomes as the middle of the season. Obviously, he's he's had an MVP season, but right. I, I think with this high ankle sprain, there's still going to be some effects. From it, I don't think he's going to be as mobile as uh, he's been over uh, you know uh, certain parts of the season. But I think uh, the way that we're getting after, I, I mean, again, you just look at Hassan Redick, man. Like if you sneeze or uh, just have a damn near thought for for half a second, Hassan Redick is in your lap.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You, I mean, that's that's at the end of the day. I mean, having him uh, be a shook one um, is the way to go.
3: Do you think that Hassan Redick is a good dark horse for MVP of this game? Oh, I, thought, I, I saw, I saw he was sitting at I, plus 3,400 right now.
2: Um, mm. Have you ever seen them lyrics um, from uh, Hassan Redick? Chick ones? Speak the <laughs> wrong words, man, and you will get touched. You can put, you can put your whole army against my team, and I guarantee you it will be your very last time breathing. You put, <laughs> you put
3: $50 on Hassan Redick to win the MVP. That's a, a nice $1,700 payout right there. Man. <laughs> hey, Man. You quite
2: you're, the, you're quite the degenerate. Huh? I like it. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all get any bets on this game? Are you, are you, are you on that level? Nah, Don't I, get on your, on this tends to
3: be the actual only game that I bet on all
2: Exactly. Year. Right here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Coin, coin go-
4: flip and all that stuff. Who's yeah, going I do, with I the, coin toss. the coin toss? and all.
3: Hopefully not us. I saw there was a call into the radio yesterday that I heard the last eight winners of the coin toss lost the game.
1: Okay, oh, mm. what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just work here. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: just
1: here so I won't get fined. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> real talk,
2: real talk. Mm. I mean, there's the one of, one of us on this podcast is actually going out to the uh, Super Bowl. Actually, going into the Super Bowl—that's big news, man. Uh, big, yeah, news. whatever do you mean? Is. Big, I don't,
1: I don't. Is big is seats, big seats, and big news. <laughs> what, well, whatever do you mean? Yeah, man. I'm going out with Philly sports trips uh, on the – we're going to be at McFadden's. We got the little Q&A at the uh, hotel. And uh, we'll be at Sedonia at the Hilton there with myself and Seth Joyner and another surprise special guest. Um, it's, it should be a stone-cold group. And then after the tailgate, I'm going to take Doug – is my buddy Doug. He wants me to go in the game with him and Wilbert uh, Montgomery, so.
4: Doug Peterson?
1: Oh. No, no, Doug. Uh, Doug, my boy Doug. <laughs> My, just my boy Doug. <laughs> you don't you don't know Doug. I don't think Doug Peters is gone. I probably see him on uh on Saturday night. <laughs>
2: <coughs> uh a welcome mind uh uh Oh dear lord. <laughs> yeah
1: hope hopefully they're already there. <laughs>
2: mm, interesting. Shout out to Adrian. Thank you well, welcome up, for joining the show. Um yes, Seth Joyner gonna be all caps. I can't wait to hear what he has to say. Uh, uncle, uncle Seth is always hyped. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. We got another. We got another talking point here. Um, yes, let's see the the let's see the Chiefs running backs versus the Eagles linebackers. Where do you guys stand on that?
1: <clears throat> well, seeing <sighs> as they had the, the highest uh, rusher, one is like got eight hundred some yards, and the next leading rusher is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, they, it's like they, everybody's been. Uh, they're talking about the, the the young kid that they got out of uh, I want to say the University of Rutgers. Um, oh, the Yeah, he's a, yeah he's a pretty I think he's pretty good, but I I don't I think uh, I think we should be able to put him on notice, knock 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 his dick in the dirt real quick. I mean, uh, uh, if you if, if you um if you look at uh, some of the some of the games they, they lost three times this year. The three times they lost, they didn't really fare that he didn't really fare that well, and they had to pass they had to pass way more than they wanted to, and the uh, and the team and the other teams knew it. So they were able to take them out the game. So I'm looking, that's what kind of game I'm looking for us to shut him down and to cut cut down those little uh, passing lanes and to shut down that uh, the screen game.
4: Yeah, you gotta give respect to M- Pacheco and McKinnon. I mean, they've <laughs> had a great year on the AFC side, but now that you're going up against best NFC team in the league. Look, man, I don't see that happen. I think these guys are going to go ahead and shut it down. We have Kazir White. We have TJ Edwards. I mean, shit, it'd be nice to even see N- Kobe Dean get up in there a couple plays. You know but you're going to be itching, too. <laughs> I know. And, and that's just the thing, man. That's a good problem that we have. We have the linebackers now. Linebackers. We asked for that at the beginning of the season. We got it. And look, the outcome. <laughs> it's great. We're in the Super Bowl now. Yep. So I think we're going to be fine in that category. I think those running backs are going to get checked uh, by our linebackers. They're going to keep them in check. Um, we're gonna be fine, man. so, I mean, you take away that game, you take away Kelsey, yo, Mahomes is gonna have it's gonna have a long day, man. So, I mean, hey, I, I think I think the game plan is definitely in our favor.
2: Clyde edward Hilaire is actually coming back. Uh, Nicole Hardman is going to the IR, so they they you know they, that'll be a nice piece to the puzzle. But again, uh, Pacheco's actually been. Uh, he's been solid for where he was drafted. It yeah. he, he, yeah. he don't, he don't matter, he, he's out there balling. I
3: know, yeah. I know that is. the uh, the quarterback was taken out of the equation, but the way I look at it too is that we stopped CMC and Debo Samuel last week, man.
1: Yeah. Not, I, yeah. I, I i
3: i view CMC as a much more talented uh player than Pacheco or any yeah. of those guys, that are running back.
1: yeah. But you know, the, the weird thing too is uh, uh, it's like the one thing I, I was uh looking at is we every everybody's just talking about. Our defense and our and their offense, and uh, nobody's really talking about nobody's really talking about the Chiefs' defense. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And when you and when you you don't when, you, when you don't get that we don't get that notoriety, you, you start to you start to take um, you start to take uh, take that shit personal. So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting. It's gonna, the most part interesting part of the game is gonna be our offense. To me, it's gonna be our offense versus their defense because their defense is gonna come in there pissed off. Mm-hmm. Because because our de- because our defense has got all the accolades, our defense is getting all the shine, and so when they come in there, they're going to come in there pissed off trying to shut us down. We need to kick that out of them like we kicked the the way San Francisco was the number one defense that we faced versus the run, mm-hmm. and we ran the ball down their throat. So I, that's the one thing that I want to see coming out is our offense coming out there out with a purpose to whoop ass and take names. That's uh, it. Go ahead.
3: I was gonna say, I, I think one way our offense could kick ass is pretty much what they've been doing all year. Do you guys think that the Eagles put up thirty, like they have been all year long? I, I think so. they put up thirty. That's a victory, bro. Yeah, I
1: think I think they put up thirty plus. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't. It's like I don't personally. It's like what the part I'm talking about about the disrespect for their their defense. That's only gonna last in the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that, that's gonna be their drilling for the first quarter. <laughs> but they they have some holes. Uh, I fully expect Steve Magnolia, their uh, their defensive coordinator, to fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> Rackshack is asking
3: you, uh, Tank. Do you think the Eagles should go with a five man front seal to run and screen game?
1: Nah, I think they should keep doing what they keep doing what they're doing. It's like they have a Hassan Reddick out there in case they want to kick down to an actual five man front, and I think they can keep disguising it like that because then it puts the, it puts their their young center on notice. That you don't know if he's playing linebacker or if he's on the line. So if you don't count him, guess who's in the backfield untouched? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they, it, uh, because it's it a, and I, I like the way I like the way the disguise is coming because you you put a Hassan Reddick in there as a linebacker, but then you kick the line, you kick the line over to a Navajo front, uh, a bar, a bar style front, and you put him on the edge, and now he now you got five on five, which makes it a single team for everybody. So, it's a, it, it's, uh, it's it's great the way they did that last game. Now we have stat here. Me, yeah.
2: No, there we have stat here. Chiefs' screen game versus the Eagles' front seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, 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 the Chiefs here have 2,850 yards after the catch in the regular mm-hmm. season. That's the most by any team in the last 15 years. And obviously, mm-hmm. you know, they'll try to slow down our front by throwing some of these screens. But I think uh, the predictability factor, even you know, though I think they will be ready for that. Um, and after, yeah. after getting that ass kick and not be able to run the ball, I think these. Screens will be more predictable as the game goes along. And I I –
3: I also think that that is somewhat of a skewed stat, too, because if you think yeah. about Tyreek Hill leaving the team, a lot of their vertical threat has been taken out of the equation. I mean, they've got MVS and Juju Smith Schuster, which is a huge yeah. step down from Tyreek Hill and being <laughs> able to have those deep balls. So I'm looking mm-hmm. at that that stat where you're talking about uh, yards after catch. That to me just says a bunch of little dump off passes that they're yeah. able to get yards on in screens, which I think is yeah. primarily their entire offense. Well, did you?
4: Did it's, it's, there? It's, it's funny how it's I'm sorry it just it's funny how you mentioned juju did you guys catch that comment he made yesterday how they we don't have the best <laughs> Philly cheesesteaks? like I guess Kansas I guess Kansas City Coop. does yeah.
1: <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> and, and, you, and that was even, if was even that was your way
4: but if that was his way to stir up the, you know what I mean the situation, okay, buddy, whatever else you say. dude, that's just that just speaks
3: to that entire team, man. It's a bunch of freaking cornballs, bro. Like he, he thought he was saying something with yeah. that statement. He thought he yeah. was getting under our skin. It's like, dude, you just look like an ass. I
4: don't know. I don't know if it, it it might just be me, man. But when I hear Patrick Mahomes talks, I, I, I just I just want to punch him in the face. Like it's not,
1: I, I think it Kermit the frog.
4: Yeah,
1: I no, think that's exactly what the frog. he sounds like. Yeah, I think it the DeFrog what the, the, uh, when they be, when they had to break out all those stats about about the uh, the screen game sometimes uh, <laughs> i think our guys would be able to, to have the screen game pretty good especially especially you know given our rotation of, of guys and some of the guys in there are smart and, they, and that's why I mean when, when the best thing that happened to us was to get those two older guys cuz when you're a big dog and, you, and they try to let you go you know some shit is about to happen and it's yeah. normally a screen as like it's like if you looked at it we haven't been hit with the screen since we got those two big fellas out there there's like and but, nobody feel like running up field all the way a field you to toss the ball over our head the hell is that but it's yeah. uh <laughs> to red. be
3: fair though i mean big red uh regardless of how everybody feels about him in this in this chat here he yeah. is one of the more effective um screenplay designers in in nfl history i mean my man knows how to draw up a screen no, not really.
1: Mm,
3: I think it does. It's
1: Sean I think I think
3: it does. <laughs> no, Sean, 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 Sean Payton. Okay. Sean Payton.
1: Did Denver Broncos go no. Yeah, Sean Payton. Now when you look at it, it's like I can I can pick big red screen. I I know the screen's coming every time. What Sean Payton did to me, he did he did while I was playing there because he, he asked me, how do I because you, you can't throw a screen on me. I don't give a fuck who you are. In my prime or even when I at the end of my career, you could not throw a screen on me. And it was the main reason is because you're inviting me upfield. What the what the fuck are you inviting me upfield for? It's like it, it's it's common sense. And so and so what Sean Page started doing to me was he started running the, the double screen. And so and then so what I had to figure out as a player, who's gonna go with the screen, who's the best blocker, who's the best athlete? Who do you think it is? On the offensive line, who's the best athlete? I oh say. the tackle. No, the center. The center. The center would always take you to the screen. It's like, so when you look at, so we. This is, what I, this is what I tell you, you always know when the screen is coming, because the, the running back always has that dumbass look, like he's about to block, but he try, He kind of like just steps up into the B gap. That's one. He steps up to, to, into the B gap, and the side he's on, he's not on the passing strength. He's over there where everybody's running deep, so they can run everybody away. And so all the offensive linemen, all they have is little guys to try to block, to try to turn around, and try to block them whose back is already turned. That's <laughs> it. And it's like, as a, as a big dog, you have to you have to know that. But then, yeah. but but when he when he uh, threw that wrinkle in by running both screens, the first time the first time he did it, I was fucked up because I was I just kind of stopped and I looked both ways. And so then I was watching, I started watching film, watching film. It's always it's going to always be where the center goes.
2: Now speaking about trick plays, uh, I saw I saw they had they an event where they had a uh, Auburn and Alabama former players, but uh, I saw Ronnie Brown. I was like, I was this close to ask him about the damn play, and I was like, yeah, I let him be. The shovel pro- pass. I was the like, hey, he's, he's probably <laughs> heard it his entire career,
3: but uh,
1: I was like, is that Ronnie Brown? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? What were you
3: thinking, bro? What the hell? Yeah, were you
1: what thinking? the hell were you thinking, man? And so we just had the comment that was up there about the about that damn shovel pass. Hey, yeah, we should we we need to stop that because it, it it does hurt us in the red zone. But now, if you want to talk about something that he's a king of, that shit he's a king of of creating different ways to throw the shovel pass. Mm. Like that that's what he's a king of. The screen game, I give that to Sean Payton all day and creating and creating mismatches because I watched him dismantle some shit uh, dismantle some stuff a bunch of times offensively. But it, it's just it's just it's, uh, but it, with with red that shovel pass. He always gets it in there some kind of fucking way. You know it's coming, but then if somebody if somebody else catches it, because yeah. you think it's the, you think it's going to be the running back, you think it's going to be the fullback, then it's the fucking tight end. Then the next time it's one of the receivers. You never know who it's going to be. That's mm-hmm. the one thing I, I will give him credit for that.
2: Now, Bob from Down Under says, our trio of Eps, Maddox, CJ, GJ, they are unreal together. They are unsung heroes of the season. If we don't have them healthy, I'd be worried about K- Kelsey and screens. I do think uh, that group. I think uh, mm-hmm. I think they're up to the challenge. Like
1: yeah.
2: as much as you know, Tank was talking about you know the the Chiefs' defense not getting a lot of love. You know they've he- been hearing a lot about Travis Kelsey, and I think uh, mm-hmm. I think the way that we will probably bracket him uh, if if they need to. I mean, I, with the clamps on the outside, I really do feel like we have some tricks up our sleeve
1: for Kelsey. Oh blanket ship, okay. Hey, hey, hey. You, leave, you can't live out. You can't live leave out blanket ship. I think put it this way: as as uh, if you did, you guys watch last night the opening the day the, the uh opening day with the uh, whole media day? If you mm-hmm. saw some of the young kids coming up there, it's their first year, and you make it to the Super Bowl, and to have the to have those guys who've been on like like the uh, live all Josephs and the uh and Sue and some of the other guys who, in their first year, they had t- they were on shitty teams like. The mm-hmm. Dominican you tell you he was with Detroit wherever. and you know they stuck. Yeah. But they had those type of guys on there to tell you to cherish this and make and give it everything you got because you never know if you're gonna make it back here. That's the that's the one thing uh, that that you want those guys to understand. And it looked like the a lot of those young guys was getting it and it was registering. Cause it was just like, man, they can't they couldn't wait. So I was like, I can't wait to see it.
2: Mm. Sean says, "What's up, guys? I hope Wally knows what he's in store for that that ass whooping from Redick. I I, I fully commit. Um, I
3: I also want to bring up uh, AJ's comment right now too because, okay. uh, I, I've been looking at this and I've been I, I've been seeing this um, this sentiment a lot too. If I can get it up,
2: they <laughs> got they got they got medication for that guy.
3: <laughs> um, AJ <laughs> out here saying we just want to see a good game. I got to tell you." Disagree. I want this game to be over like by halftime, like all the other games. I want a blowout. I want the national media, everyone else that's watching outside of Philadelphia, to be bored by halftime. That's what I want. I want I want
1: to be. I want to them, I, I, I you, be, I I be
3: all over the place, just talking shit. I, I want I, I just want to have everything that's in my drafts on Twitter right now, just to be able to hit send in the third quarter. That's
1: what. Not I want. only. Not, Hell, I, got not only yeah. I got them lined not up. Not only. Not only that. Ev, it's like I want them to have to look for and search for shit to talk about yep. other than the ass-flipping that is being put before them.
4: Oh, well, uh, if they didn't blow them out, they would have yeah. gotten exposed.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, 40, Brian, 49 know 49 you know, fans, Giants fans. Cowboy fans, it's a anybody, cupcake schedule. Anybody else that <laughs> wants <to laughs> get cupcake in Super
2: Bowl? See, I, I want to be it by the third quarter where you start doing dances. You see, yeah, everyone's like everyone is unison. I, I think I think that's the vibe. Yeah, I don't need I don't, need I don't need I don't need to be stressed out. I've been stressed I out. I don't, all I don't week, need
3: a man. good game. Yeah, that's a I, not a good game,
1: man. <laughs> you, you bet, Sorry, AJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 be faded and X-rated. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, talk,
2: about, talk about a player on the Eagles that hasn't been talked about enough going into this Super Bowl week. A player who has not been talked Miles about Sanders. enough. Miles, Miles Sanders.
1: Sanders. is a great one.
2: Miles I, like that. I like
1: that one. Uh, it's it's going to be one of those, This is the one where we uh, I feel like he's going to set the table. Like, like I was telling you out in the playoffs, how he set the table in both those playoff games. Like like run the ball down their throat, run the ball down their throat, and then give them them a dose of uh, giving them a dose of uh of the other two guys. Cause it's like when the other two guys come in there, it's like damn, that that ain't miles. It's like no, it's not. It's like but he's like he's he's gonna set the table, and this is like this is like where he's I feel like he's uh, he's gonna show the entire world everybody's been shortchanging him, so.
3: Um, yeah, for, for me, uh, it's it's another um, alumni of Stoutland University, man. I mean, we thought that uh, Isaac Sayamalu was going to be the weak chain in this yep, uh, offensive line. And uh, Isaac Sayamalu has had a great year, man. This has been a completely stout uh, offensive line across the board. And, uh, you know, like I said, we got nothing but Jeff Stoutland to thank for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the funny thing with about that, what you just said, Ev, is like we haven't been talking about the offensive line the whole year. And yeah. that, that's what, and that's how you know uh, offensive line is good. When yeah. you don't, when you when you don't know them, when you don't know them by name of it, like as Sam Marlowe, he was he was taking my cross the last couple of years. Yeah, like, it, it was like, but he finally put it all together to what we not we weren't talking about pressure getting getting uh, on the quarterback like that, and, um, and you know, and, and, and creating a great running game for uh, Miles to keep doing what he's doing.
3: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Mm, let's see. Uh... Tim Hayes. Shout out to Tim. He says TJ Edwards. Um, TJ Edwards has just been a, a level of consistency that you like to see. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm talking about a guy who he thought was a two-down thumper earlier in his career. Now he's all over the field. Uh, a,
4: guy, you know? a guy I obviously pissed off.
1: He blocked you ever. Now he, he pissed him off because he said that we finally got some linebackers. Uh, oh yes, yes I right, wasn't supposed yes. to say that. He, he said it in <laughs> no, the it's face. Sorry,
4: yeah. it's cool.
1: Sorry, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, fo- I followed
3: up about fifteen minutes later with a, "Hey, Nakobe, how's your
4: leg feeling? <laughs>
1: how's, how's the I'm, medicals? <laughs> I'll,
4: t- <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I'll take full credit until Evan killed it and took all the shine from it." <laughs>
1: uh,
2: Mike says, yeah. "Come on, come on, Quez Watkins, show up, man.
1: Last game. Ah, yeah, ooh." ooh bro. Is a, uh, yeah, he is one of the There's
4: that. a there's a potential for anybody on that offense to have a good game. That's <laughs> yeah, just the
3: thing, man. If if quest to... balls out and has like a long touchdown in this game, I'll tell you what, man. Evan, all of go... those mistakes from the the year get forgotten. Exactly. You but just let's just go up. back
4: to let's just go back to 2017. You said it earlier. We yeah. had our third third running back having an explosive game. I mean, I was just yeah. watching that game the yeah. other day. Same. While, I watched uh, it last night. I mean that's what I'm saying. Like a third running back having an explosive game, so it's anybody's game to have on Sunday. Yeah, you, know, Yo, you know, and the, you know what? You, I just want to say real quickly. You know who what? doesn't
3: get talked about enough in that Super Bowl run is Legarrette Blunt. Legarrette Blunt, we don't. Uh, do yeah, that without Legarrette. Oh uh, yeah, we dude.
1: don't. Oh my god, hell yeah. no. It's like it, the the funniest thing too is like, uh, I can see quiz getting off. Of it. It's 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 one it's one particular reason why because I know Steve Spagnoli, He's a he's a knucklehead. He's a, he's headed so I guarantee you, we're going to get uh, quiz Watkins on one of the big goofy-ass linebackers running behind uh, uh, on the switch-up, and it's it's going to look funny as fuck because it's going to look like he's not been co- being covered at all. I've seen it in this. I watch this team all the time, and every time every time they get beat on a big play is because he's he left a linebacker in there and thought that he could run run with the receiver, and it didn't work. Hmm.
3: So uh, I got to ask you guys, too, because I saw um, I saw the mic'd up of the Eagles versus the Giants in the divisional round game. And I saw what was a pretty funny conversation, I thought, where um, there was players on the sideline. I forget who was talking. And they were asking if Boston Scott got into the end zone. They were all cracking up that he had scored on the Giants again (laughs) because he's the giant killer. And it just got me thinking right now about like, do you think that like. That was obviously a plan in that game by Nick Sirianni as an FU to New York, <laughs> York to make sure Boston Scott scores. Do you think that there is because of the Philly special in the last game that there's some sort of trick play we pull out of our we pull out of our sleeve and maybe get a well,
4: I just you, saw a Lane Johnson touchdown potentially yeah, something you, like that. that you know honest. you know you know Nick has a slight chip Going into this game with Andy, yep, wins. yeah, because there is, yep, yeah, there is a there yep. is a possibility he's got something in the works, you know what <laughs> I mean? To be in on that, the other side of the sideline and you know just come out bluntly and say "fuck you."
1: Like, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but you know what? But you know what I think that "fuck you" is going to be is them running the ball down their motherfucking throat. He's not going and it, it, to, to me, Nick Sirianni is the kind the kind of guy who wants to sh- put you on notice. Yeah, you fired me, motherfucker. Now I'm finna I'm finna physically. Whoop your ass, and that's that's what I see this game going as a physical ass kicking. That's how that's <laughs> I, that's just how I see it going. Hey, hey, look, I don't think he's he uh, gonna, I I he gonna say I ain't got to trick your punk ass.
4: Yeah, I mean at the end of the day, he could just throw it right back at him. I wasn't the first one to bring the mm-hmm. Super Bowl to the city, but I. Help also bring a Super Bowl to the city. Something you weren't able to do. See, I need, I,
2: I need Sirianna to have a, sh- a t-shirt ready to go. Like I know what the mm-hmm. fuck I'm doing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be amazing. <laughs> I know. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Oh, okay. Big,
3: Fit, Big Fish Little Boat uh, talks about uh, chances Fletcher Cox goes ham for us last time. Dude, honestly, I had this thought the other day. And the <laughs> other sport entirely, I was thinking yeah. about, do you remember when Cole Hamels, um, his last game with the Phillies, right before the trade deadline, he threw right. a no-hitter. And I was thinking about, man, Fletch. Uh, like, you know, I love Fletch, but we've been talking all year contract wise. Realistically, he pr- probably won't be on the team le- next year. Do yeah. you think that Fletch has a Cole Hamels S game where he's like, fuck it. Last game with the Eagles. <laughs> somebody know, somebody, somebody, yeah, somebody has know.
2: to. Somebody has to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at Brandon Graham. He had that like, amazing play that will go down in history. Like somebody mm-hmm. on this this team is gonna have one of those, you know, uh, what's his name? Patrick, the cornerback from that uh, caught the interception and in the. Uh,
0: my oh, brain. Patrick, no, oh, 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 Patrick oh, Robinson.
2: Patrick Robinson type right, moment. Right, right. Um, it could be anybody. Um, I, I think Chauncey could have his way in the yeah, season somewhere. Yeah, Slip man. in, and get a pick six. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Wow, maybe,
1: maybe. maybe. he's done twelve but picks. He's on twelve s- picks. So,
3: speaking of those uh, those trick plays, could you imagine we finally get what we've been asking for for like <laughs> six years? And my of just <laughs> running <laughs> the <laughs> ball <laughs> on the goal
4: line. The goal line. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh,
2: Douglas Michael said he's like he predicts the Johnson getting
1: picked. Yeah, I mean it, it could happen. Um, yeah, I think he's gonna get it on the on, the, on one of the robbers on the on the one the uh, on one of the one robbers.
2: Uh, from down under has a question for you, Tank. He said, yeah. What did you see uh, Gannon do differently in the playoffs so far?
1: Uh, I think he he, he created um he created different one on one matchups this time. A lot of times he would just leave the four man front up there. I love what he did with the uh he shifted he did what we used to do to the uh he, when the uh, San Francisco was going to come out with match protection, that's why they kept the defense the tight end in. Normally we have been stand down inside of the tight end and letting and letting and letting them double team our two interior guys and not not creating the one on one. On that particular play, we you saw Hassan Reddick kick out to the outside edge of the tight end to create a one on one matchup. This devils uh we used to call uh, Jim Johnson used to call that formation timber because they were trying to because us blitzed so much. Even though Jonathan Gannon doesn't blitz, us blitzing so much they were trying to block up everybody. So we would kick you out over the tight end, and you move the defensive tackle out a little bit to create the one-on-one. And he—that was the one thing that I, I liked about that. It's like you look when you look at it when him creating those one-on-one matchups so that they can win.
4: Bro, you know we're winning Sunday, and you know why? Because Tank just said I love what that man did. That man just said I love what growth. that man did. The <laughs> growth, growth is Both serious. Are, oh, growth that on guy, that growth That on flower on. done bloomed. Holy shit! It's it's the couples well, yeah, counseling. I, I, me and, well, me
3: and Tack that. have been attending. Man, we, we've been working one, on our differences. <laughs>
1: the one thing, the one thing, the one thing that I'll, I'll admit when he's doing stuff right, but I, and I will give it to him when he's wrong. When he's wrong, but I, it's like, but you know, he's he's been doing right throughout the playoffs. He's been handling the business, even 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 with Vic Fangio going to the Dolphins. Oh, true, very true. But he's is uh, that officially so locked in?
3: Like, in? I didn't see that. I yeah, that. he's
1: the highest paid coordinator in uh, in the NFL right now. No way!
3: Anyway, so that means,
1: means, means, means games coming back. Yo. Yeah, yeah, you that know I means yeah. Well, Gannon's already well, said he's coming back, whether you like it or you don't like it. <laughs> was he talking I to you? Like
3: Honestly, I like
1: that.
3: Yeah. No, no, he did say he, he did say you.
1: <laughs> yeah, he probably was talking to me. Did you happen to see?
3: Did you see the video of him in the jeep uh, before yeah, the Ugar. that was awesome, dude? Yeah, he- he- Gannon gave- gained some major points in my book for that one. Dude. <laughs> hey. We're gonna effing gut them,
1: <laughs> yeah. Because because it's a lot of times we it's stuff that uh, that uh the the media and stuff and everybody else doesn't know that the other teams be talking all high cash money shit and how and that you can always tell when you go into a production meeting with the uh, with the with the media that's covering the game. You could you could tell the the, the bullshit and the, the way they the way they treat you and stuff how they treat you like shit. They actually may ask you a few questions and be like, "Go on, get the fuck out of here, y'all gonna lose anyway." That that type of attitude. So mm-hmm. when you when you do that to people, we know we and we know what we got and we know what we can't do it. Just it, it it just fuels the fire. Put it that way, and that's mm-hmm. why that's why like every, all these people that's talking all this shit that that that, that you you guys put get your get your text messages. On uh already ready we re- get ready to send the motherfuckers about the middle about the middle of the third quarter. I'm and ready i will be at I'll be at the game and if we're up by that much in the middle of the third quarter, I'm coming out of my shirt. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna put Dunphy out of business, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> G- Gail, coming rack- out
3: of my you. shirt. Rack Shack needs uh he, he needs um advice on how to handle both mm-hmm. winning a Super Bowl and having a birthday in the same weekend and also happy belated man
0: happy
2: Oh birthday. yeah uh yeah I almost forgot about, about my own special day uh, I was driving I was driving on the road so I got enough hours to think about like what the fuck am I doing uh, <laughs> uh, uh, driving when I could have could have flown but uh I saw a lot of cows had a lot of good good time to think about uh good memories but Overall, uh, a birthday in the Super Bowl, I think that was the most stressful day of my life. It's I was either thinking, going to be the best or worst yeah, birthday ever. It could yeah. be the worst birthday ever or the most kick ass <laughs> birthday ever. And it became the most electrifying event in my entire life. I was out there. I still have all the footage. I haven't shared it. One day we'll. I, wa- make, I
3: watched it on the plane with you. We'll, one make, we'll
2: make a documentary out or something. But it was just every <laughs> single moment of that day, whether it was. Uh, you know, just somebody just thrown up on the ground, and he just everything was beautiful because it all like, came <laughs> up into uh, you know, you've seen all these people, thousands of people walking on Broad Street. Um, you can't recreate that event, you can't recreate Evan. Like, we lost Evan, we couldn't find him, we couldn't call anyone. Evan's phone's dead. And he, just, <laughs> and he shows up hours later, cut eye, blood on his face. He's just having the time of his life. I'm like, <laughs> it, it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. <laughs> But I did get. I did have ice cream cake. Had a birthday ice cream cake. That is cool. That is a tradition that I always had.
3: Did you stop at like a Denny's or something in Tennessee to get yourself an ice cream
2: cake? (laughs) Did when I got home. I had had the. the, uh, I actually went to uh, Peyton Manning's bar. How was that? It was all right. Drinks drinks are kind of pricey. Yeah. Uh, I I sent. I sent take a a picture. Yeah. Of Reggie White. They have Reggie White on the wall. There's no Derek Barnett sightings. <laughs> no. <laughs>
4: no, only can't, only great <laughs> only can't,
1: get, can't get right <laughs> yeah, can't get right hey, he's, go, go. he's about to have two rings yeah two count them two <laughs>
2: yeah
4: man you
1: know the uh the one thing um like I, I i went to the when you said the drinks were pricey everything was pricey i went to um what's his uh archie banning's bar down in, in new orleans and everything was real pricey all the food and everything i was like damn i was like it's lucky this is free though <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it, was, it was and when you said it was price. I was like, wow, in Yo, Tennessee, too.
2: It's like $20 for like a whiskey drink. I was mm-hmm. like, $20 right. mm-hmm. that's, in Tennessee.
3: That's, that's that's out of the yeah, the frugal gang limit, right there.
2: Uh, no, man, and, and it's right on the college campus, sort of. So it's like, These are college kids paying the, the University of Tennessee? Degree? It's right there. I like, like the Manning's practically own half that damn strip over there. But, um, yeah, I was the oldest freshman in the uh, bar. Shout <laughs> out <to> my, my <laughs> Who uh, took took me out with the uh, all the college students? I was like, okay, I was giving career advice. You know, I was trying to be <laughs> trying to be big. Oh, mentor.
3: mentor. mentor Gale never mentor. stopped. Mentor.
2: Man. Mentor. <laughs> right. Oh, look
3: at this guy with
4: the, with the. He's he's teasing you guys. Oh no, nah, this is Gale's, man. This is his oh, birthday man. gift. Oh man. you know what I mean? Ooh. Oh, a little something for the for Ooh. the, for that's the nice. mentor.
2: Ooh, that's 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 swanky.
4: Yeah, man. I mean, like I said, the merch for this year is pretty neat. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, this thing's sitting out pretty good. I'm not, yeah. The only the only thing that's just irking me is mm-hmm. the way the eagle. You know, what I mean, he's got to get a little bit more slant in there. But you know, what I mean, that's yeah. just me. Right. Yeah,
1: no, no, you're right because it's like you you love your eagle to be to be it's in exact, attack it's mode. A
4: slant. Less, you know why? Because you want it in, yeah. a,
1: in attack mode.
4: Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, but other than that, it's a, it's a fresh hat. You know, so I mean, it, it's waiting for you, big dog.
1: You didn't get
2: one. <laughs> nah,
4: I, I, me. I, I told fl- you, I'm, is that is that
2: too flashy for you? Uh, yeah, I me. Mean, Prime is too flashy for Prime. Yeah, I, I'm not. Let's <laughs> go. No, cool.
4: This this part is killing me. I can't do it. I can't. Do no, no, nah, I can't do it.
1: So once you when you get it, just bag it down so that, you know.
4: Yeah, I got I got. I got. to <laughs> yeah, rock it. I gotta, right, I gotta, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got. I
1: got to rock it that way.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the. Uh, I'm giving it some time. I'm waiting for the fittest to come in this weekend. Hopefully they'll come. Uh, but if not, and I'll be I'll be copping a uh, snapback with the with the. 57 uh, logo on the side. I already got. I already got the jersey, but I'm not gonna mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm not. I'm not bringing out my uh, my gear for Sunday. It's mm-hmm. it's already on standby, bro.
2: Ready to go. <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, let's see. Uh, shout out to uh, who was that? Andrew said that his his wife's birthday is on Sunday.
4: Oh, hey, okay. she's got a she's got a nice present coming her way. Yeah, I
2: man, that's a great feeling, man. You can't beat that. Uh, that birthday. Um, birthday victory. Uh, birthday anniversary super bowl a birthday anniversary
1: I'm like yeah, i'll take awesome. that <laughs> i'm like brett meyer <laughs> the kicker <laughs> cowboy brett, kicker brett,
2: brett meyer okay okay The
1: cowboy kicker who kept missing all the uh, extra points oh i know i know <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, now
2: jason says whose jersey y'all rocking on sunday breaking out the full super bowl
3: jason we're on the same wavelength bro i'm gonna be wearing my foals
2: Tank, you you're wearing your jersey
1: now, I'm going to probably pack. just have on some Eagle gear. Kelly Green? I uh, sure yeah, as hell won't it, be
3: wearing Sidney Jones again.
1: I, I don't, oh, God, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you were thinking when you did that. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> I may rock my damn Skippy t-shirt because I know we're going to win. <laughs> okay, I like that.
2: Um, Prime, what are you rocking
1: I'm
4: rocking a Jalen Hurts jersey.
2: Of oh, The new one?
4: A new one, yes, sir. The, the gray oh, cool. one? Great, the great one, yes, sir. Nice, nice. Yes, sir. nice. I couldn't help myself, man. I couldn't help myself when I went to go, <laughs> when I went to go get your hat. It was it, it was staring me the whole like as soon as I walked in through the door, it had prime written all over it. You know what I mean? And I had to walk by it a few times, and I'm like, uh eh, uh eh, mm-hmm. I hear you. Okay, let's go. You coming <laughs> with me?
2: <laughs> yes, that's that's a that's a that, but that that is a swaggy jersey. I, I actually you tried really? it on last night. Um, you can put you know I, I love you. Latinos like to come out with the white pants and the white shirt and <laughs> the white shoes. Know <laughs> I'm not going to
4: Broad Street in white, bro.
1: <laughs> 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 but,
4: but, you know what I mean? With all the shit that might be around here that day, no, nah, I'm good. I was like,
1: Yo, this
2: I, was like I, I like it, but I was just like, I, I don't know, man. Just probably no. like you looking at the head. I like- mean,
4: for some, for some reasons, they're giving us problems on getting the green ones. I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know. What's yeah, and did you
3: see, too, that they talked about they're not going to be stocking the green ones unless the Eagles win the Super
4: Bowl? Yeah, they're not doing that. That's the feedback that I got today. They're actually going to mm-hmm. wait till after the Super Bowl so go ahead and, and let those out. My, I'm like, my
3: only explanation for that is maybe they're they're mass producing them and they don't want to sit with a, a whole stock of them in case they don't win. Yeah, I mean that could possibly. But, <laughs> but it's but still I, stupid as hell because there's money to be made right now. There's so yes. many people I know that want the Green Eagles jersey with the patch on it. Y'all, y'all y'all are wasting time and money. Michael, we are. Three. They are
2: going with the green jerseys for the Super Bowl. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, just want to give a big shout out before we get out of here. Um, Philly give a sports. Shout shirt. out to
3: my computer that turned Philly, back on Philly sports shirts. My you boy, Philly,
1: Philly, Philly sports shirts.
2: You know, to tell them about it. Tank, you well,
1: Philly, well, Philly sports shirts. Uh, yeah, both. You talking about the? I think both. we still have some. Both of them. Philly both sports them. shirts. We still have some tailgates available. We will be at McFadden's, which is right next to the stadium. Um, I forgot what time but go to phillysportstrips.com and check us out. Uh, we will be down there. It's a it's a don't, we'll be there in Sedona uh, and a, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of activities that should be listed on there, but you can find all of that at phillysportstrips.com. If you're looking for my damn Skippy t-shirt, go on Philly Sports Shirts. Drew is waiting waiting for you at, waiting for your back and call. It's both t-shirts and pullovers. I talked to Drew today about you guys, and um I'm I I'm remember people at Wooden not Indian. Uh, what's up everybody to Dan and uh, the people who provide, provide us with cigars to some of the tailgates. You guys have been privy, privy to some of their cigars, the uh, super Dave and Dan. And what else? Uh, Pete and Bob from uh, up at the coast. I won't be, I won't be in Wildwood, <laughs> but they, they, they watching us. They, they keep, they keeping us intact. He's the one who told me that uh, I was wrong about the Travis Kelsey. I was wrong about the Travis Kelsey thing. <laughs> 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 Pete, Pete, my boy, Pete. P. Bobby, and Brian, and, uh, and and Jim I, I like up Pete. there I like at the Pete. coast, ninety-eight point seven FM, and, and 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 my people at Wildwoods. I'll be back up there soon. It's a great time up there. If you ever, if you're ever up there, try the Hero Beer. It has a whisper of cinnamon. It's delicious. Changed my life.
2: Changed my life. Mm. <laughs> shout out to shout out to R.J., my former college teammate. Shout out, yes, a solid tight end. He said, "Come all the way from Connecticut to your Super Bowl uh, watch party." Uh, he's ready to rip it up. And celebrated an epic night. I guess I get Every, everybody's ready. I think everybody's yeah. ready. I
1: it's, think everybody's ready for an epic night. Well, I'll be there this time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys videos. <laughs> hey, we, we, we want you to
2: go live if you're at the you want me, you want me, you when, want me to go
1: live live when, from the game
2: when you're at the Super Bowl. Okay.
1: I'm gonna all go right. live from I'm gonna go live from for live from my seat after I stop sweating
0: uh put your shirt what's <laughs> your shirt on which your shirt bring it bring the towel with, with
1: my, well, well first of first of all prime i don't like your tone about about my shirt on. <laughs> i don't either I, <laughs> I was like i was like obviously i was gonna do it with my shirt on i didn't want to i didn't want to make everybody sick before they start getting before they start eating I, but i just didn't like your tone it's like, it's like what, you, what, you, what, you, what <laughs> like <laughs> no nah, but that, i no nah, i was not live I, I didn't even think about that i'll go live from the seat. I think, this, we um, all,
4: I think we all going live, bro.
1: Well now that, you know the, the, the funniest thing was the first time I went the first time when the only the only time I went to the Super Bowl, I thought the coolest thing was the kickoff. I was like standing there waiting on the kickoff, waiting on uh on Egg to kick the ball off, and all the flash bub. I don't think oh, it'll yeah. be the same, it'll it'll never be the same like that again because of the of the cell phone now. But it's like all the flashbulbs, like pooh 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 But it's like all the way around the stadium, like a like a wave. And dude, I, I still—if you see, I still get goosebumps thinking about that very moment, dude. It was it was uh, if you're looking for an awesome time, if any anything—that's the one thing that I will always remember. That first kickoff in Super Bowl with all those flash bulbs going off, uh-huh. dude. It was it was it was legendary. It's like you—you you can't recreate that either. And it was like that's the one thing, between that and uh, and having training camp at Lehigh, that's the one thing I, I think the uh, players now are missing, because mm-hmm. uh, the the uh, I don't know if you guys heard my montage on on the uh, uh, missing training camp at Lehigh, because that's how you that's how you endear yourself with the fans as they watch you get your ass kicked in training camp or or win a lot, you know, and then you guys they feel like you feel like you know each other, you've been through some stuff. No. Yeah, Lehigh was
2: an amazing experience, man. That uh, that was That's one amazing. I will not forget. I, I actually saw a tank out there doing this thing. Yeah, the yeah uh, the wet uh, escrow at the time. Um, hey,
1: hey, hey! That was that was all natural juices <laughs> and berries, baby. <laughs> I, I, uh, just, let, just let your soul glow, looking all so silky smooth.
3: I, I, I have a uh, an interesting little fun fact for you guys. If you want to take a stab, um, What's that? I mean, we're gonna have. I know that this isn't nothing to do with the game. We're going to have Rihanna as the halftime show. Can you guys tell me who the first big-time performance was in a Super Bowl halftime show? Because the first – I'm not going to tell you which Super Bowl it was. But uh, the first several years was – it was like high school bands, um, (laughs) that sort of thing, as the halftime show because they hadn't gotten the TV contracts yet. So they didn't have the big money things. Who was the first big performance – in the Super Bowl halftime show.
2: Uh, big time performance. Probably I was gonna say Aerosmith. Mm-hmm.
3: It was Super Bowl twenty two in nineteen eighty eight. Chubby Checker and the Rockettes ah! <laughs> were the first big time Super
4: Bowl show. Yeah, we had we had Michael Jackson in the comps, a lot of MJ, Prince. Prince,
1: we're gonna you know, use him.
4: So
2: glow. Chubby that, that was uh that was Hollis's haircut so, so <laughs> That was back in
1: the, that was back in the day when I when I didn't have a sunroof. <laughs> right. Oh it's, man! It, it, it's a farewell to a Mother Nature. Mother Nature, and Father Time's wins all the time.
2: <laughs> so we will have a show on Thursday, but uh, damn, hey, Skip, just want to kick it with you just to get the juices flowing. Obviously, there's a lot of talk going on there. A lot of uh, I'm seeing a lot of people's videos and i'm getting fomo from not being an az but hey you got to rep like when i'm out there mm-hmm. repping y'all got to rep mm-hmm. uh shout out to tim he, he's been enjoying the festivities yeah, with his
4: family. And the, yeah, they've been there yeah. for the past two days and uh so yeah, they're definitely enjoyed we're the festivities. gonna have
2: to we're gonna have to rely on hollis's uh timeline so. I, I saw well, i
3: saw pat gallon from cbs snap a pic of uh tim and jen i was like yeah, i saw, yeah, I saw yeah, from again. behind right away i was like that's
4: definitely tim <laughs> they keep on they keep on picking it, on those two it, it about was this, the divider family
1: it was his daughter <laughs> honestly her hair that was the dead giveaway <laughs> <laughs> no we'll be we'll be i'll be i'll start i'll start friday morning with uh with the with the uh with the journey down with uh putting stuff on my timeline so i, I i'll i'll try to get you guys there In the moment, so you can smell the alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Love
2: it. Smell like whiskey. Uh, (laughs) So that being said, uh, last word before we get out of here, uh, we'll start with you, uh, Mr. Tank, Mr. I'm going to the Super Bowl. Damn, Skippy.
1: (laughs) Uh, My last word this uh, week's just, but not well today. I'll be here Thursday. Um, Hope I I have I have all my pigeons and stuff, and my the final my final breakdown of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a couple more games I want to look at. Um, so before we put a bow on this, before I, I give everybody, he keeps asking me about what do I, I think we're going to throttle them. I'm just, uh, I just got to look at this last, this last couple of games. Then I look at the games that they lost, but then I look at the games right after it, that they win, that they won. It's like, so I just want to, it's one thing I want to check out because uh, they get a lot of penalties and stuff uh, on the front. And I just want to check out the number, the guy, Andrew, it's I've been I've been breaking him down and I was checking out the moves that would kill him the worst. The interior guys, I, I feel like the uh bull rushes and swims and just kind of running those those guys over because they soft soft as cotton. But on the on the edge, you gotta gotta be more crafty because he's a he's the one who took the gem out of um out of JJ Watt's donut one year. Like <laughs> the kid Andrew, he's a, that's why I say he's a tough motherfucker. That's like but he but uh JJ Watt came in there. Talk, was trying was talking shit and trying to run run him over, and he like he he was up to the task, but he was a little bit younger than. I just it's just one more one more tape. I just want to look at this, and I'll have that whole pigeon breakdown, and uh go go just go birds. Just uh, dude, this is a joyous time. uh It doesn't come around all the time. Where you the only you're the only football city, le- one of the only football cities left that has something to look forward to. Fuck everybody else.
4: period
2: uh primo last word
1: oh man like i said five
4: days away man i'm super excited uh but you see this man right here he's been talking about rent is due every single week well you know what on sunday he's cashing in bro he's gonna get he's gonna get it you know i mean he's collecting his rent his rent money's coming um you know that man's gonna go ahead and definitely explode uh really happy for him um he's come a long way uh, and he's you know, he, he deserves to be there. Um, I'm ready to see these guys go to work, I'm ready to celebrate, I'm ready to meet you guys, all of you guys out on Broad Street on Sunday night. You know, what I'm saying, so let's just get going, be safe. You know, what I mean, let's just get ready, keep get hyped because it's getting closer and closer. I know I'm there, I'm you know, what I mean, I'm ready to go. Um, so you know, let's go, go birds. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
3: It was uh, it was just five years ago that uh, Doug Peterson sat. Or stood on the art museum steps and said, "This this is the new norm." And in typical Philadelphia fashion, we took the unconventional route. Uh, it it was it was <laughs> ugly. It was uh, there there were some points where we lost hope. Um, but here we are, five years later, back in the big dance uh, with a, with a new quarterback, with a new head coach, with a new direction. And um, man, I, I, I'm ready for it. All, all these people that are talking about. Uh, The Eagles are going to get exposed in the the Super Bowl, pound sand. Y'all teams ain't playing. It's the Birds and the Chiefs, the two best teams left in the league. Uh, Suck on these. Go Birds. (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: My my last word is uh, at the end of the day, this Eagles team has been – they've been amazing. They've been a team that you want to root for. The guys, uh, starting with Jalen from the top to the bottom, the, the the front office, everybody's been in tune, they've been in sync, they've been a team as one. I think, uh, Eagle fans, week in and week out, you have reasons to travel to De- all the way to Detroit, all the way to Arizona to show up to every home game, uh, cheering your team on, going to all these tailgates. Uh, you, you have they've been the reason for the season. I think you, Eagle fans, got to just give yourself a hat tip for. Supporting this team, this Eagles team is who we think they are. What matter? It doesn't matter what any outside source, any, any, any uh, you know fancy media type. I don't. I don't give a damn who they are. You, you guys have been watching this team. You know we we know what we see. We've seen some bad football teams over the century. We know this is a great team. They're doing great things, and I feel positive. I'm holding my chest out. There's no bitch assness. And at the <laughs> end of the day. Go Birds. We'll see you guys in the next one.